When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Farm Talk with Dairy Gold Heifer Rear Cube, a trusted partner to help your replacement heifers reach their target weights and meet their full potential. Hello and welcome to this week's Farm Talk. I'm Barry O'Mahony. On the programme, we continue our weekly look at the world of agriculture and food. Payments of over €1 billion, Euro, or 25% from the EU Brexit Fund in 2021, have been announced. The farming sector makes its pitch for funds. An extension of the COVID-19 TB testing protocol is in place until the 1st of April. But what does it involve? COVID level 5 restrictions continue and there's a renewed appeal to the farming community to play their part. A West Cork student has won the ABP Farm Safety Award at the 2021 BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. And Farm Talk's John O'Connor looks at stories making the agri-news this week. IFA leader Tim Cullinan has said the announcement of over €1 billion, Euro, or 25% from the EU Brexit Fund in 2021, is clear recognition that we are most exposed to the fallout from the Brexit deal. The Minister for Foreign Affairs, Simon Coveney, confirmed the funding, with the IFA saying that farming will have a substantial call on it. Tim Cullinan said when it comes to allocating the funding, the impact on the agri-food sector will have to be central to any decisions. A strong case will be made for funding to go directly to farmers who will bear the brunt of the fallout from currency fluctuations and trade and logistical issues that will arise once the deal reached before Christmas works its way through the system. IFA says longer-term implications for Irish food exports could be the flooding of the UK market by cheap imports. ICSA President Edmund Phelan welcomed the announcement of an excess of €1 billion in the Brexit adjustment and said it also shows Ireland's been and continues to be the country most exposed to the economic fallout. The association said it's committed to ensuring Irish cattle and sheep farmers receive a substantial piece of the fund. Uncertainty around Brexit has impacted prices since the referendum was passed in 2016. The deal, it says, has not eliminated the potential for Brexit to continue to impact prices for the foreseeable future. The UK has long been Ireland's biggest market, and the threat of that market being displaced by cheaper imports from around the world remains. Food Drink Ireland, the IBEX sector representing the food and drink industry, welcomed the announcement Ireland will receive over a billion euro, or 25% of the EU Brexit fund this year, and called for a targeted support measure in the sector. Despite the EU-UK deal, there's now additional paperwork, customs and SPS formalities, transport delays and disruption to delivery schedules. These changes are imposing additional costs on business and supports are urgently needed to support companies within the food and drink sector, but also the jobs, communities and downstream suppliers reliant on them, including the farming sector and its longer-term sustainability. 
Publication of Board B's Export Performance and Prospects Report this week shows the resilience of Ireland's food and drink sector in the face of unprecedented global challenges in 2020, with just a marginal 2% decline in exports. FDI is calling for investment in competitiveness, improved export capability, diversification and innovation, direct connectivity to continental markets and customs skills. Irish Farmers Journal reports this week farmers will have a battle on their hands to carve out the largest portion of the billion euro Brexit fund. Sectors like tourism and trade are already vying for a share and all eyes will be on Minister Charlie McConnellogue, expecting him to represent the farmers' interests at the Cabinet table. He told the Irish Farmers Journal he stands ready to represent farmers should any market disruption occur in the weeks and months ahead. But equally, the Minister for Foreign Affairs, Cork TD Simon Coveney, warned the money wouldn't be accessible to farmers without some strings attached. Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine paid out almost €1.73 billion to farmers between September and December 2020. These payments were for the range of schemes operated by the department and were seen as a vital support to farmers across the country and contribute greatly to maximising income and cash flow in a sector in what's been a very challenging year. Cork received in excess of €198 million in the county-by-county breakdown. Well, IFA says the country finds itself in a fragile situation with public health officials expressing serious concern about the level of community transmission of COVID and there's been a renewed appeal to the farming community to be continually extra vigilant in curbing the spread of the virus. They're asking people to limit contacts and do everything possible to reduce the threat of infection. For a local perspective on the Level 5 COVID restrictions, Patricia Messenger on C103's Cork Today show spoke to Harold Kingston, West Cork-based Munster Regional Chair, IFA. There's a lot of different issues because, in, in for instance, no, um, you know, TB testing and, and that, where, you know, you, you know for, for big animals, it's easy enough to keep distance, but for small animals, it, it, it's very difficult for the farmer and the vet to keep um, the, the two-metre distance. So there's, there's allowances there whereby if, if a farmer doesn't need to sell animals immediately, uh, that you can delay the test uh, in, in the event that you're not available to actually do it. You know, maybe the farmer is laid up. It could be anything. Um, and likewise for, for calves, where normally you have to have a test uh, um, once they're 42 days of age, there's an allowance that it's up to 120 days of age uh, for, for, for trading farm to farm. Obviously, if they're going for export, it's a, it's a different story because you have to follow EU rules there. But like you know, there's there's various allowances that that can be made. Obviously, we're we're exactly the same as any um, any person who's who's trying to work uh, in in terms of sourcing materials. You know, whether sourcing feeds, uh, sourcing um, you know uh, emergency repairs for 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 uh, for, for anything. Um, it, it's important that we have access to everything, um, and and it's about limiting your contacts, the same as anybody else. You know, when when you talk about working from home, that's what farmers are doing all the time is, mm. is, is working from home as such. But it's a, it's a different working from home. It's not. Um, I know I'm I'm spending a lot of my time sitting in front of a computer, all right, with meetings and so on at the moment. But um, you know, it, it, there's there's going to be a certain amount of interaction. Um, it is generally speaking a fairly isolated and lonely job. Um, you know, in, in that you're doing a lot of the work on your own. But there are times when you need to bring in help, whether it's a contractor, whether it's uh, a vet. You know, and, and, and those jobs have to be done and, and those jobs you, you need to take extra care uh, if, if you're doing them. And travelling beyond the 5k for work reasons, be that in farming, is allowed? It is, yeah. It's actually the first, the first on the list in terms of that any farmer has, has the right to, to, to travel beyond the 5k. Um, you know, it, it, it's 
you know, you could be checking stock on an outside farm. It could be, um, you know, to do with repairing of a machine. It could be any, anything that way. Um, so, yes, uh, for, for a farmer, what we're, um, we're, we're told to do is to carry ID at all times. Um, you know, it can be a, a driving license or the, the, the ideal is your, your IFA membership card would be the ideal. Uh, likewise, if, if um, uh, such as myself, if, if, if you have a, a worker working for you, um, it, there, there's a letter that's, that you need to give to that worker to, to allow them to travel beyond the 5K as well if they're, if they're stopped. Harold Kingston, West Cork-based Munster Regional Chair, IFA. Well, Tim Doody of Tegas also joins us on the programme this week. He can tell us a little bit more now about guidelines in place for the farm owner and those who need to visit to carry out important duties, for example, the vet at this time. Well, firstly, you have to, you have to provide the disinfection areas, um, disinfect their, their wellies, also their hands, provide clean gloves, don't expect them to wear, bring their own gloves. So, like, you, like gloves are very, very important. Um, they're... they're have have the gloves available. Have a cleaning sink available. Have 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 soap available. Um, and there, to be fair, like if you're bringing in, for example, Barry the vet or, or or whatever, identify when you make a telephone call to the vet. Tell them where the animal is going to be. The animal will be in pen one. Ha- have areas identified around the farm. So if 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 they want to see an animal calving, obviously in calving pen one, just just tell them wh- when you ring them that cow will be in calving pen one. And keep your distance. You don't need to be on top of these people. And you have to remember that, like, the vets are very, very important part of the, the, the springtime on dairy farms. Um, and they work very, very hard. And they're going in and out of a lot of farms. So keep the, the two metres apart. Again, make your handling facilities accessible. And, like, make sure all the gates are, are hanging and all that. And lights are working. That there isn't a requirement to be up on top of the, of, of vets or, or, or anyone else helping them. That, that look. Just sort everything. IFA Animal Health Chair Pat Farrells welcomed the extension of the COVID-19 TB testing protocol until the 1st of April. He says the extension is a practical recognition of the situation and the challenges and concerns facing farmers at this difficult time, while also ensuring the TB programme continues to function. Critically, it allows dairy farmers plan with certainty their sale of calves with the facilitation of internal trade for calves up to 120 days of age without requiring a TB test. Grace period after the test due date is important as it takes pressure off farmers who need to sell cattle to test immediately. For more on this, I'm joined by Farm Talks' John O'Connor. John, you've been looking at the department's TB testing protocols and how they would impact on the sale of animals. First, where a herd cannot be tested due to COVID-related issues. What is the situation facing the farmer under these protocols? Well, Barry, the trading status of the herd will be suspended when the herd becomes overdue. However, a grace period of 28 days from the date on which the herd test becomes due will be applied before this suspension actually comes into effect, during which the herd can continue trading. When the suspension is then applied, moves to slaughter will still be permitted. And what's the situation with calves between 42 and 120 days of age? They can be TB tested only where both the farmer and vet are satisfied that social distancing can be adhered to. That's calves between 42 and 120 days old. And calves over 120 days of age. Calves over 120 days must have passed a TB test in order to move out of the herd. If a calf was not tested during a herd test due to being aged between 42 and 120 days, where it goes above 120 days, a private TB test will be required to enable it to move. 
And if a farmer is not available to present his or her cattle for TB testing, as he or she is self-isolating because of symptoms of COVID, what is the situation? The farmer should follow HSE advice and not present the cattle for testing himself or herself. If possible, alternative arrangements should be made so that someone else can assist with the TB test. If this is not possible, then the Regional Veterinary Office, RVO, should be informed and the test can be delayed. The herd will have its trading status suspended when it becomes overdue for being out of test. This suspension will be applied after a 28-day grace period from the due date during which the herd can continue to trade. When the suspension is then applied, moves directly to slaughter will be still permitted. And would those requirements apply to a farmer not able to present his or her cattle as he or she is vulnerable or in an at-risk group or self-isolating or perhaps is over 70 and cocooning? The main difference, Barry, would be that the farmer should not be required to present the cattle himself or herself for testing. Otherwise, the suggested solution and suspension risk referred to in your previous question would apply. Try and get someone else to present the cattle if at all possible. Or failing that, contact RVO, the Regional Veterinary Office, and be aware of the 28-day grace period before suspension applies. For listeners requiring specific detailed information on how the department's protocols affect their own situation, they should check out the website https colon forward slash forward slash www2 hse.ie forward slash coronavirus forward slash. The information is set out very clearly in a question and answer format with some of the most frequent scenarios relating to TB testing being dealt with in detail. Beef farmers and Bordbia still believe that final approval will eventually be secured from the European Commission for our application to have PGI status conferred on Irish grass-fed beef branded with the unique Protected Geographical Indication PGI logo. Beef farmers had fought hard to ensure that if and when PGI status was agreed by the European Union, that farmers here would have substantial control over the actual operation of the brand and that there would be financial recompense for that high quality of Irish grass-fed beef. Last year, the United Kingdom bought in the region of 200,000 tonnes of Irish beef, This figure was about 3% less than a year earlier. Hopes are still high. The European Union will register our beef as Irish grass-fed beef, but observers in Brussels believe a decision could still be some months away. John O'Connor for Farm Talk. West Cork student Cahal O'Sullivan was named the overall winner of the ABP Farm Safety Award at the 2021 BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. It was held online this year because of the COVID pandemic. His farm-based project, Preventing Machine Accidents with Warning Systems, impressed the judges for being innovative and forward-thinking. It's designed to prevent accidental injuries and deaths from farm machinery. The student at Bera Community School in Castletown Bear designed a device that alerts users when they're too close in proximity to spinning machine parts, preventing them from accidentally coming in contact. He's been telling me more about it for Farm Talk. When I was around machinery with my father, I, he was always very anxious about the safety and about the machine, the shafts in the machine. It can sometimes be very difficult to tell if it's a spinny or not due to noise from other machines and noise from 
tractors nearby. Sometimes this gets blocked and in fields farmers tend to clear the machine by hand. When this happens it can create a dangerous situation as you may actually believe this is not spinning when it actually is. Um, when the machine is turned off it can take up to a minute to stop and this creates an illusion that it is safe when it actually isn't. If someone happens to put their hand into the machine while it's still spinning they could definitely lose their hand or else be killed. The entry and your innovation there, what exactly does that do to help safety? In this situation, my device alerts when it is dangerous and when it is safe. It makes it clear to the farmer that it is dangerous and to keep back from the machine. When the machine is spinning, a red light comes on that flashes. This alerts them about the danger and stops them from going near it. The red light people associate with danger so they know straight away that they should not approach the machine. When the machine stops spinning, the light turns green. They associate this with safety so they know it's safe. When you went about putting it into practical use, you know, how did you start out doing that one, Carl, you know, to make sure that this will work in itself? Farm safety is huge. So I put, I started off by making it on a desk version and I started coding small, making a smaller device. So when I found I was happy with that, I went on to making a bigger device. So I I started by sourcing components online and in local shops and cast down there. I bought bigger lights and I put them into use. When I went about making my device, I tested on machines that are commonly found in farms such as mulchers, fertilizer spreaders and balers. When this was done, I, I was happy with the device and I was ready to enter it into the competition. And now that you've come through the competition, what's the plan next, Cahill? Where will you take this? Safety is huge in farms, so I need to take this order and make this available for farmers to buy. I plan to showcase this in exhibitions in the future so farmers can see what it does and get a better idea of the picture. I will make it available for and shop so farmers can get their hands on it if they want to keep them safe and their families. Cahill O'Sullivan, winner of the ABP Farm Safety Award at the 2021 BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition. IFA Sheep Chair Sean Dennehy has called for immediate action to coordinate a national task force to tackle the ongoing issue of dog attacks on farms. He made the call following several fatal attacks on sheep flocks around the country in recent days. He says the government must act to hold irresponsible dog owners to account. Dog attacks remain a significant problem and can devastate the farmers whose sheep suffer an attack. There are 2.6 million yos on 34,000 sheep farms around the country. That brings us to our topic on the sheep sector with Michael Gottstein of Tagusk. And we conclude today by looking at issues around grazing at this time. So the, on the grass side, it's very tempting um, if you have a pick of grass after coming back in the field to maybe leave the yos back in there for a week or two just to get an extra bit of grazing before we have to start supplementing them or housing them. And really that's, that's not what should be happening. We should be kind of keeping grass for the springtime. And really look at grass takes four months. It needs a four-month break for there to be sufficient grass back. So um, people who are lambing in, in March really need to have, you know, most of the farm closed at this stage, um, probably on the last 10 or 15% of the farm. But the, the, the sometimes, you know, people are saying, look at that bit of ground that I closed there in late October. There's a nice pick after coming back on it. I'll just go back in there for a quick grazing. That's, that's a disaster. Leave the grass there for the springtime. It's a way more valuable to you in the springtime when the yews are after lambing down and and they need a lot of grass. And what we see on a lot of farms is that, you know, they, they'll always have grass at lambing time, but generally they start running out of grass maybe three or four weeks in. 
uh, you know, into the, the, the landing once the oars are gone on for three or four weeks, then things start getting tight. And that's the worst possible time that you could be running out of out of breath because uh, that's when your yaws are hitting peak milk years. So we would be saying, you know, leave the grass there. Um, you know, it'll be fine. It'll overwinter and and keep it for the yaws uh, in the springtime when they're going out with their lambs. You know, so it's again going back to the same message that I said with the yaws in terms of body condition. When the yaws run out of grass, when you are finished your grazing rotation, um, you know, close it up and um, close up the paddock and, and the field and, and house the yaws or supplement them. And finally, Michael, if we look at overall flock health at this time now, what is there to look out for? Yeah, so look at the main thing we're seeing and even, you know, I think the Department of Agriculture have issued a few little warnings on this is, is liver fluke and I mentioned it already in the Rams. Um, you know, it, we, we had a very wet um, back end, you know, so liver fluke did phenomenally well kind of from July onwards and, you know, we're seeing a lot of of lambs and sheep coming into factories with uh, liver fluke infestations and also, you know, the RBLs are starting to pick it up the regional veterinary labs. So really, you know, liver fluke is, is the one that people need to be on top of. And the biggest issue that we see with liver fluke really isn't that people don't dose. It's that people treat or dose with the wrong product. And at this time of the year when the sheep are actively outside picking up liver fluke, you need to be using a product that is effective against immature fluke. So going with the products that kill only adult fluke really isn't a great idea this time of the year because they're not killing any of the fluke that were picked up in the last three months by the sheep. So really we need to be picking products from the shelf when you're going into your vet or your co-op or licensed merchant or wherever you're buying the particular product that you're asking for a, a, a flucicide, a fluke dose that is effective against immature fluke. Um, and there's a number of those on the market. And the other thing we'd just be saying is look at it as well from a, a, a stomach worm point of view. Adult yos, mature yos that are in good body condition do not need a, a worm dose. And we need to stop dosing yos for worms because it's creating problems for us in terms of antenomantic resistance down the road. So we'd be, be saying to people, don't be using a combination fluke and, and, and worm dose for adult yos because that's not a good idea. Um, so they're really the two messages, um, Barry, that I want to get across today um, to people, you know, on the on the flock health side of the thing. Minister of State at the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine, with special responsibility for farm safety, Martin Hayden TD, has drawn attention to the number of lives lost in farm accidents in 2019. There were 19 fatal incidents in 2019, with many more causing injuries. To help farmers eliminate accidents, Minister Hayden points out that financial supports are being made available in addition to training. Amongst the safety equipment subject to 100% tax relief benefits would be hydraulic jacks designed for safer tractor wheel changing, equipment for safer opening of large bags of fertiliser or seeds, as well as equipment designed to assist safe farming practices in general, are ancillary supports for injured farmers to allow them engage safely in productive work once again. Minister Hayden said 2021 needs to be the year when farmers put their own safety first. 214 people tragically lost their lives on farms between 2010 and 2019 inclusive. 
The Minister revealed around 50,000 Irish farmers will be receiving vital safety training this year and the revised HSA Farm Safety Partnership Advisory Committee and its new working groups are now in place. Further information on 100% tax relief benefits on farm safety equipment purchases plus training schedules, kindly contact the Department of Agriculture Food in the Marine at the following number. 01-607-2802 or on the internet www.agriculture.gov.ie all lowercase If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Minister for Agriculture, Food and the Marine, Charlie McConnell, has confirmed the continuation of the Targeted Agricultural Modernization Scheme, TAMS, with Tranche 21 of the scheme opened on 16th of January and due to close on 16th of April 2021. The scheme provides grants for on-farm capital investment. Minister McConnell pointed out that TAMS had been hugely successful to date, with over €265 million Euro in grant aid having been paid out, and he would encourage all existing applicants with approvals to submit their payment claims as soon as possible. The Minister also encouraged some amendments to the scheme for the new tranche, which opened on 16th of January, which will have the following changes. The addition of investments for calf welfare. This means the investments previously available under the calf investment scheme will be included under the new TAMS. In line with the rules for derogation farmers introduced last year, this cohort of farmers are no longer eligible to apply for support for LESS equipment. 
The Minister also announced uh, some flexibilities for existing TAMS approvals in response to the COVID-19 situation. These flexibilities are being introduced to make it easier for farmers and their agents to continue to participate in this important TAMS scheme, where difficulties arise from the current public health restrictions in place. The Minister said it was essential that farming would continue at this time while being mindful of the public health measures. He had brought in some flexibilities to the scheme arrangements to reflect the fact that certain practices are not possible at this time and alternative arrangements are required. The following flexibilities have been introduced. Flexibility on TAMS completion deadlines. All TAMS projects due for completion or approvals due to expire between 1st of January and 1st of April may be extended by three months. The date for submission of TAMS payment claims due to be submitted before 1st of April may also be extended by three months. Approved participants who wish to avail of these extensions may contact the local office from which their approval issued, who will provide approval for the required extension. John O'Connor for Farm Talk. Animal Health Ireland and Tagusk are working together to run their annual series of calf care events this month. Calf Care Virtual Week gets underway next Monday and runs until Thursday. It's a combination of webinars, videos, podcasts and newspaper articles. Registration is open at tiagusk.ie forward slash calf care. Next, Tagusk advisor Tim Doody joins us again. Earlier we heard Tim remind us of some of the guidelines around farm visits in relation to COVID. Now we're talking about being prepared for spring and some of the jobs to be tackled. Look, the most important thing is getting the, getting all animals out to grass. And like grass is the cheapest source of fodder that, that, that's available on dairy farms. And the sooner you get the animals out, the less burden you have, the less work load you have inside, in around your sheds, and the, the less chance of spread of diseases and outbreaks of mastitis and stuff. So the fertiliser application, look, once the weather is dry and there's no frost forecast that you're looking at, um, putting out your, your half bag, your rear, 23 units of nitrogen, walk the farm, and, and look, basically, look, at, at the end of the day, is get the cows out to grass as quick as you can after calving. So look, get the fertiliser out, the slurry open is open, the season is open now in Cork. Really what you're looking at is get the slurry out with the, the, the low emission slurry, the slurry either dribble bar or trailing shoe. Um, and any ground that doesn't get slurry, um, that it gets the half bag of um, urea as well. So like, And if you don't have time, and look, time is a huge issue on dairy farms. To bring in the contractors this time of the year to put out the blanket spread to the farm with fertiliser, get the slurry out. And for dairy farms, actually, constant dairy farmers actually concentrate on, on the most important job, which is which is calving the cows and rearing the calves as well. You know, the hours are long, but there should be a defined start time and finish time. And like the best, the, the, the most efficient farmers out there will always try to be finished the milking process and the calf rearing process um, by half five, six o'clock, half five in the evenings. Like, and and, and that, that's the big thing is to is to structure your day. Dairy farmers will have to bring in, as I said, contractors and have a map of the farm available for them. That and you mark the fields and stuff like that. So that, that's just to reduce the workload. But get the fertilizer out, get the grass growing and um, get the animals out as well, Barry. Thanks, Tim. And we'll have more on topical issues at this time in next Wednesday's programme. The Board Bia Export Performance and Prospects Report this week posted a positive outlook for Irish exports post-pandemic. John O'Connor has been looking at the findings. 
Mr. Phelim O'Neill, Brussels-based markets and EU specialist, writing in this week's Irish Farmers Journal, points out, in respect of the outlook for the rest of this year, that Board Beer is positive about prospects for Irish food and drink in 2021 as, quote, the global supply and demand dynamic remain positive. Specifically on dairy, Board Bia's outlook highlights the need for the Irish dairy sector to show it can address the questions being asked on sustainability and animal welfare and show that action is being taken to protect and encourage biodiversity, water quality and the welfare of our cows and their offspring. Referring to beef... Board Bia expects tighter supplies in 2021 to help insulate prices and with a favourable outcome to the UK-EU trade talks that beef demand should actually strengthen somewhat as the year progresses. Finally, on sheep meat, a very positive note, sheep meat expects to continue performing strongly by Board Bia projections in 2021 and with Easter and Ramadan just nine days apart in April this year, high demand is expected in the late March, early April 2021 period. County Cork landowners are to receive the biggest proportion of the 2021 €29.5 million Euro forestry premium payments just announced by Minister of State in the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine with responsibility for forestry, Senator Pippa Hackett. Just under €4 million Euro will go to County Cork Forestry Growers. €3,934,504 is the actual figure going to Cork, followed by County Clare to receive just under €2,500,000, with Kerry to receive almost €2,400,000. Minister Hackett pointed out that this latest payment run will see just under €30 million being paid to 8,300 farmers in Ireland. The payments are annual tax-free premiums, which can be made so early in the year due to the department's fully online system, which, they point out, delivers a simpler application process with a faster turnaround time. The grants cover the cost of establishing the forest plantation and also provides for the payment of annual forestry premia of up to €680 per hectare for 15 years. Pointing to the benefits to farmers of planting trees, Minister Hackett continued she would like to encourage all landowners to consider planting more forestry on part of their land to diversify their income. Woodland creation is a profitable and sustainable land use option. It gives a guaranteed 15-year annual premium. There are also a large range of options available under the National Forestry Programme. And Minister Pippa Hackett said she'd like to see all interested farmers looking at options for their land for 2021, discussing forestry and woodland as options with their agri-advisor. And Minister Pippa Hackett has also announced the launch of Phase 2 of her department's online forestry portal. The portal called Forestry Licence Viewer FLV shows application information for forestry licences in Ireland and provides members of the public with easy and direct online access to forestry licence applications and decisions. Announcing Phase 2, which follows from the launch of Phase 1 in December of 2020, Minister Hackett said that all new forestry licence applications received, along with all related application documents, will appear in the FLV portal, as they are advertised and are open for public consultation. The portal is using the most up-to-date mapping tools, and the information will be available at the push of a button. 
When the Minister launched the Forestry Licence Viewer last month, she gave a commitment that further developments would follow shortly. The recent launch follows up on that commitment. Aside from making all application information available, it will also provide that when a licence is decided, the final decision and all related documents can be accessed there. Over time, the portal will build up to hold a repository of all licence applications, supporting documentation and decisions. Still on the subject of forestry, Minister Hackett launched the Chagask New Forest Carbon Tool. This online tool is a user-friendly way for existing and potential forest owners to calculate how much carbon can be removed in woodlands and highlights also the important role of harvested wood products. Minister Hackett pointed out this tool was developed with the support of the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine and developed by Chagas with the specialist input from FERS, that's F-E-R-S, limited, all capital letters. Commenting on the launch, Minister Hackett said the forest carbon tool is an excellent initiative, highlighting the importance of forests and the positive impact made in sequestering and storing carbon. This is an extremely user-friendly and free tool for new and existing forest owners and forestry professionals alike. It will help them to predict the potential environmental benefits if they're considering creating new woodlands. It's also extremely versatile and can factor in livestock use on farms, in agroforestry systems, to modelling conifers and broadleaves on different land types and soils. Further information on the Forestry Carbon Tool from the following website, forestryatchagas.ie, all lowercase. Information on all other forestry announcements from www.agriculture.gov.ie. John O'Connor for Farm Talk. Chagas addressed the practice of once-a-day OAD milking with a webinar this week. It's currently practised on about 200 Irish dairy farms, but interest is growing. It's seen as a viable option where labour is in short supply, where the farm layout results in long walks to and from the parlour, or where reducing the number of daily milkings is attractive from a lifestyle perspective. Emer Kennedy of Tagusk New Moorpark reviewed the performance of the first two years of the Moorpark OAD milking experiment, presenting the latest research about the impact of OAD on milk production and steps that can be taken to manage this effect. And she gave this summary to our presentation. So just to summarise the full-time once-a-day versus twice-a-day milking um, and, and what, what, what we have found from it or what we think. Once-a-day milking may not be suitable for everyone. It depends on, on the farm or the person's circumstances. It may be suitable um, where there's large herd sizes um, or there's two herds where cows have to walk a long distance or where a person wants a better work-life balance. But as you can see from the results, um, we got a good medium production performance from the cows and that was on a low concentrate input of 330 kilos of concentrate. But like this comes with the word of warning that you know, once a day isn't going to fix your problems um, overnight. If you want to go once a day milking, you need to be extremely technically efficient. You need to have excellent grassland management skills because you only get one chance in the day to, to get it right. Um, so you need to have those low pre-grazing yields and you need to have um, the, the swords grazed out to 4, 4.2 centimetres so you get good quality grass coming in the next rotation. And overall, good herd management um, is essential, particularly to keep on top of um, cell count. So we have had this research programme in place um, since 2018. 
in year one, um, we compared twice a day milking uh, to once a day milking for four, six or eight weeks at the start of lactation and looked at that in terms of immediate and total lactation performance. Then in 2019 or in year two, we compared twice a day milking to full-time once a day milking and also to once a day milking for two, four, six weeks at the start of lactation, again on immediate and total lactation performance. And then last year, we compared um, twice a day milking to full-time once a day milking. And this time, instead of looking at early lactation once a day milking, we wanted to look at um, late lactation once a day milking. So we um, went once a day from either seven or 11 weeks before dry off date. Emer Kennedy of Tagus Moor Park on the Moor Park OAD milking experiment. Stephen Cadigan in the Irish Examiner Farming this week wrote of tributes being paid to retiring West Cork-based Drina Co-op Chief Executive Joe O'Sullivan. Staff, shareholders and all associated with Drina Co-op acknowledged the work of the outgoing Chief Executive on the occasion of his retirement. He took over the role in 1990 and in that time went on to oversee huge change in the day-to-day operations. We wish Joe well in retirement. Thanks to John O'Connor for co-producing and contributing to the Farm Talk programme again this week. I'm Barry O'Mahony. Thank you for listening. Farm Talk with Dairy Gold Heifer Rear Cube, a trusted partner to help your replacement heifers reach their target weights and meet their full potential. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.